Good evening, my goblins and ghouls. Oh, that was cheesy as heck. <laughs> Hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new season of Terror Radio Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, then welcome. This is a podcast dedicated in bringing you the best of horror and thriller, old-time radio broadcasts, as well as original stories. I'm your host, Keith, better known as the Radio Show Nerd, and we have 18 days and counting until All Hallows' Eve, better known as Halloween. So you know we're going to have a great time these following weeks. So, without further ado, this is Terra Radio. First up, we have the radio play On a Country Road, which was featured on the popular radio series Suspense on November 16th, 1950. It stars popular screen actor Cary Grant and radio actresses Kathy Lewis and Jeanette Noel. It was written by Walter Bizarre. This was also adapted into a teleplay, which was featured on the suspense television series during their third season in 1951. And the protagonist was portrayed by Ather, Ather was portrayed by actor John Forsythe, who we all know as Blake Carrington from the popular 80s nighttime soap Dynasty. I will also be posting this on my Facebook page. I think I did it about two or three months ago, but I'm going to do it again so you guys can also see um, the visual, if you will, interpretation of this script. Following that, we have the radio play, The Hitchhiking Corpse, which was featured on the radio show Inner Sanctum on January 23rd, 1950. Now, this is an adaptation of a story written by author Lucille Fletcher, who gave us the classic Sorry, Wrong Number, starring Agnes Moorhead. You know she's a favorite here. As well as The Hitchhiker, starring Orson Welles. It stars Ernest Chappell, who we know from the radio series Quiet Please, the prolific radio, stage, and screen actress Mercedes McCambridge and Everett Sloan. Question for you. What happens when a couple who are very impatient to get home decide to take a shortcut on a deserted road and a motorist picks up a very mysterious and beautiful hitchhiker? (laughs) You'll find out soon. So, you guys know the drill. Sit back, turn down the lights, and listen to On a Country Road, followed by The Hitchhiking Corpse. Autolite and its 96,000 dealers present Suspense. 
Tonight, Autolite brings you On a Country Road, a suspense play starring Mr. Cary Grant. David, there's no hurry to get home. Oh, who can relax in this mess of traffic? There must be a wreck or something up ahead. Mm. This keeps up, we'll get caught in the rain. Yeah, it looks like a big storm building up, too. Hey, remember that shortcut? Which one? Oh, the little tarred road that goes across through Santa Marches and comes out on the other highway. The one we took last summer? Yeah. I'll turn off there and duck this pile up. I'd like to get as far as possible before that storm hits. <laughs> Why don't you put out your hand? David, don't get mad. Well, he cut right in front of me, trying to turn into that gas station. Maybe he needed gas. Mm. Oh. Turn on the radio, huh? Oh, there. This afternoon Sounds like warnings to all residents of Long Island to be on the turn lookout for Nellie yeah. Goller, a middle-aged woman described as dangerous and insane. She escaped this morning from Rescue Mental Hospital after fatally butchering a doctor, a nurse, and a ward attendant with a meat cleaver. This is the same Nellie Goller who a year ago murdered three persons on a Brooklyn street. This station oh, oh, my mother-in-law. Of our <laughs> At least we aren't the only crazy home. people on Long Island. Why did you change it? I don't want to listen anymore. Let's get home quickly, David. I don't like being out here with that woman running loose. Uh-oh. Here's the storm. Roll up the windows. In just a moment, Mr. Cary Grant in the first act of On a Country Road. Amazing, Wilcox. Amazing. What's so amazing, Senator? Your victory in the election. Uh, my candidate's victory, Senator. The famous Autolite Stay Full Battery. The battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Why, everybody voted for the Autolite Stay-Full Battery. You had plenty in reserve, Wilcox. Reserve? Why, the Autolite Stay-Full Battery has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without stay-full features. Didn't you campaign with fiberglass retaining mats? Sure did, Senator, because every positive plate of the Autolite Stay-Full Battery is protected with a fiberglass retaining mat to prevent shedding and flaking and keep the power-producing materials in place. Why, your candidate is in for life, Wilcox. A uh, longer life, Senator, because the Autolite Stay-Full battery gives 70% longer life, as proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. So, friends, get acquainted with the Autolite Stay-Full battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. See your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer now. And remember... You're always right with Autolite. And now, with On a Country Road and the performance of Mr. Cary Grant, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in suspense. Put her to sleep instead of just locking her up where she can escape and kill more people. Hmm? Put who to sleep? That woman they were talking about on the radio. Oh, she can't help what she does. She's sick. Yeah. What good does that do the people who get chopped up with a meat cleaver? I don't know. The laws were made before the doctors knew very much about the human mind. I still don't know much. Hmm. Oh, I can see what it is. There's a roadblock up ahead. 
What's happened? I don't know. Cops all over the road. David, I'll bet they're looking for that crazy woman. Oh, I guess so. I'll hold it a minute. What's up, officer? Uh, just a checkup, folks. Uh, anything in the back seat? Only the blanket and the lunchbox. We went on a picnic. Yes, ma'am. Seen any hitchhikers? No, just traffic. Okay, move right along, please. Are you looking for the crazy woman? Move it along, let's go. He didn't answer. He's busy. What are you doing? Listen. All residents and motorists on Long Island are warned to be on the alert for the escaped insane woman who is somewhere on the island. She is described as tall, broad-shouldered, gray-haired, and rather heavy. She may still be armed with the cleaver. One hundred men are searching the area, and they're prepared to shoot on sight. Here's another bulletin on the case which just came in. Just a few minutes ago, the decapitated bodies of an elderly man and woman were found oh, by police near Center Marriage. We haven't found her yet. This will get us out of that traffic. The bodies of an elderly couple have just been found in their car near Center Marriages on a lonely, tarred road. Police are certain they were killed by Nellie Goller, the insane woman now at large. Residents of the area are warned not to open their doors to strangers. Motorists are cautioned to stay off lonely roads and not to pick up any hitchhikers. All persons are asked to be on the lookout for this woman. Oh, Here is her description They haven't again. caught her yet. Call, Better turn that off, darling. I thought you wanted to hear it. Well, that's enough of it. To be armed right. with the meat this shortcut will save us a lot of time. You turned off the highway. Sure, I told you when I did it. We've come over a mile already. Save us a lot of time. But David, didn't you hear what the radio said about staying off lonely roads? Well, we only have to go across the other highway. It won't take long. You sure? Of course. We go past Center Marches, then take the left road and come out right by the highway bridge. Center Marches is where she just killed those two people. Oh, no, no, no. What can happen to us while we're driving? Hmm. Besides, the whole island is full of men looking for this lunatic. They'll catch us. Oh. It's just a storm. Now, come on, quiet down. You're jumping. Oh, I guess I'm silly. David. What? gas gauge says empty. <laughs> There's still a couple of gallons left when it points to empty. How long has it said empty? Don't know. Uh, I'll get gas when we get across to the other highway. David, I'm scared. Relax, honey. Rain and wind always make you nervous as a cat. I wish we'd stayed on the highway. Well, knowing you'd act like this, I would have. Well, it's not my fault. It's not mine either. I'm having trouble enough just trying to see through this storm. David... Let's not fight. Huh? Driving through these burned-out woods in this kind of weather is enough to give anyone the willies. Oh, goodness, it got dark so fast. I can hardly see ahead, even in the headlights. Uh, there's something ahead. Don't stop, David. Oh, it's only a sign. David, the crazy woman could be around here. I'm not picking up anyone. I just want to know where I am. Well, don't get out of the car. I'm not. Calm down. Let's see. Santa Marge is that way. Now, we'll take this road. Center marches. This must be the road where she killed those people. Dorothy, please. Sorry. Jumpy. Turn on the radio. is a desolate place. We haven't even passed a house yet. Miles of woods on both sides of it. It's so dark we couldn't have seen one if it were there. This rain seems to be getting worse. 
David, I'm just sure this is the road where that woman killed those two people. Oh, no, stop that, Dorothy. That's why the police had a roadblock by this road. That crazy woman might be any place in these woods. But not necessarily where we are. Oh. David, what's the matter? Oh, that's fine. What a place to run out of gas. Oh, no! David, you mean we're stuck here? Yeah, I'm afraid so, for the time being, anyway. I'm sorry, dear. That crazy woman is in the woods. She'll kill us. She's nowhere near us. David, quick. Turn off your headlights. Why? Did you hear something? David, I don't know. I don't know that I'm scared. I guess we should have got gas. Oh, turn off the headlights, please. Why? She'll see us if you don't. We won't see her if I do. Please, David, turn them off. Oh, now, listen, Dorothy. Don't let this silly thing get the better of you. Oh, Oh, just look at the headlights. Poking into darkness, nothing but wet bushes and trees. Rain falling. Please, David. Oh, all right. There, now they're off. You feel better sitting in the dark? Only <sighs> the thunder and lightning would stop. And this rain. Look, Dorothy. There's no sense sitting here all night. It's only a few minutes past ten o'clock. I'm going to walk up the road a bit. There might be a house or something. You're there. not going to leave me here. I won't let you go. But Dorothy, we can't sit here in the middle of nowhere for the rest of the night. We're safer here than out there. David, she's probably hiding in the woods. She's just waiting for a chance to kill us. Oh, come on, Dorothy. Why should she be right where we run out of gas? Why now... can't she be here? Please stay in the car. All right. Lock the doors from the inside. Why? What is it? Now she can't get in here. She's nowhere near oh, us. Oh, don't be mad at me, David. I'm so scared. But if she's out there, she can easily smash the window. Oh, don't scare me anymore. I know I'm acting silly. I can't help it. Oh, no. Come, let me put my arm around you. There. Oh, David. Oh, put your head on my shoulder. <laughs> Forgive me, David. Go ahead and cry. Go on. It'll make you feel better. Isn't there some popular music? Renard has searched for the escaped insane woman who has killed five persons in fleeing from a Long Island mental hospital. Rain and darkness are hampering the search. Over 100 police are combing the wooded area near Center Marriages. It was near there that an elderly couple were butchered on a lonely, tarred road. In making her escape this morning, the mad woman killed a doctor, nurse, and... Let's leave it off for a while, huh? So quiet and lonely here. Wish it were morning. Look, Dorothy, I'll run up the road. There might be a... No, no, David, please. Listen. You hear that? What? I don't hear anything. Listen. There it is. No, I can't. It's a dog. A little dog barking. Oh, David. Well, I guess it's only a lost dog. Or maybe there's a house nearby. Or the crazy woman. Oh, David! She's out there! Something hit the back of the car! It's her! Is the door locked on your side? Well, what if she breaks the windows? She's got a cleaver. 
In that flash of lightning. I saw somebody. Is it the crazy woman? I can't tell. She's lying on the road. Can you see her? Is she still there? Too dark to see. Have to wait for the lightning. I saw her. She's getting up now. She'll kill us. She'll kill us. Doing? I don't know. She must have been running. She didn't see the car and ran right into it. Help! She's at the window, right next to you. Oh, my Lord! Look at her! Get away from that window! David, she's trying to get in the car. Look at that face! And her hair! Go away! out there, though. Probably planning on how to get in this car. David, what are we going to do? She's the one I know. But she didn't have a cleaver. She must have dropped it when she ran into the car. Her face is all twisted, hair hanging down. And she's back there looking for the cleaver now. She'll kill us. She'll kill us. Dorothy, stop it. She'll kill us. Mr. Cary Grant with Kathy Lewis and Jeanette Nolan in On a Country Road. Tonight's production in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Say, Wilcox, what was your platform? Why, the Autolite Stay Full Battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Go on, Wilcox. Well, we pointed out that the Autolite Stay Full has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without Stay Full features. Amazing. Ah, but that's not all, Senator, because we pointed out, too, that the Autolite Stay Full gives longer life. Seventy percent longer life, in fact as proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. <laughs> then there's fiberglass retaining mats protecting every positive plate to prevent shedding and flaking and to give the Autolite stay full scintillating superiority. How is your plurality, Wilcox? Sensational, Senator. We got all but one vote. Why, that's positively preposterous. Sure is, Senator, because everybody's heard of the Autolite stay full battery. The battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. So see your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer. And remember, you're always right with Autolite. And now Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Mr. Cary Grant 
in Elliot Lewis's production of On a Country Road. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. She broke the window. Get away from there. Stay out of the car. I'm coming in. I can't stand now it. Stay out of the here. car. I warn you. I've got a gun. You wouldn't shoot me. Go away. You're crazy. We know all about you. I'm not the crazy woman. Believe me. Let me in. Don't do it, David. She's trying to trick us. Listen to me, please. I've been running in this awful storm. My car is stuck in the ditch back there. How far back? I don't know. It seems like miles. I heard about the crazy woman on the radio. I was afraid to stay in the car alone. Let me in. No, David. Go back to your own car. No. It's so dark and so lonely in this storm. I locked the doors, but I was afraid I could see things and hear things in the darkness. I couldn't stand it anymore. I got out and I ran. It's the rain. That's why I look like this. I'm not the crazy woman. Dorothy, maybe she isn't a crazy woman. Maybe she's just scared and exhausted. Let me in. Please, let me in. No, David, no. She's the one I know. This crazy woman had a cleaver. I'm not armed. The three of us will be safer together. Oh, she makes sense to me, Dorothy. We would be safer with one more person. Oh, David, I don't know. Let me in, please. I'm wet to the skin. I'm going to unlock the door, Dorothy. David. Oh. All right. Now, get in. Oh. Make one move and I'll shoot you. Oh, it's... Oh, it's... Goodness. Sit down. All right. Now, there's a blanket on the floor back there. Try and dry yourself off with it. Oh, the darkness and the rain... It was enough to drive me out of my mind. Well, just take it easy, lady. I ran and ran. All I could hear was feet chasing after me, hunting me. Do you live near here? Farther out, near Rescue. I used to live in Brooklyn. Rescue is the mental hospital. I know. I'm used to the crazy people. But not a night in a lonely place like this. Not the kind who kill people. You, uh, you live at Rescue? No. Just near there. David, we can't sit here not knowing. If we could get to a phone. A phone? Why? To call the police. Get some help. No! Don't do that. Why not? Why don't you want the police? Oh, I, I do. But you'd be killed. What do you mean? The woman. She'll kill him if he goes away from this car. Oh, there's that dog. You hear it? Somebody's out there. Well, there must be a house up ahead. Maybe it's barking to be let in. No. It senses somebody. There's somebody out there. The crazy woman's creeping around out there. Quick! Let's get away. Look out, David. Go of me. Huh? What are you trying to do? Start the car. Quick! We'll get away. We're out of gas. Out, out of gas? I don't think we parked here for the fun of it, do you? Oh, such a desolate place to run out of gas. Stop barking. What does it mean? You can't just sit here. We've got to get away. Oh, I'm not a magician, lady. I can't make gasoline out of rain. Oh, you can't stay here the whole night. You no, hear me? Let go of me. There's nothing I can do. Try something. 
doing anything. Don't just sit there. She's scaring me, David. Stop her. Cut it out. Cut it out. You'll have us all in hysterics. All right. All right, I'm sorry. Look, I got an idea. Give me your gun. What for? What for? I'll tell you. I want it. Give it to me, David. Listen to me. I'm all right. But I can't sit here all night. I'd go crazy. Give me the gun. I'll go. I won't be afraid of the dark, the noises, the feet following me. I'll go. I promise you. But give me the gun. No, now sit down. Please. I'll go. I promise. I can't stand sitting in the dark like this. Can't you stop her, David? I told you to shut up. <laughs> if you don't, you'll have to get out of the car. Not into the woods again. Oh, you're nice people, aren't you? Or do you want me to leave so you can shoot me? Is that it? We're not going to shoot you. We don't have a gun. It's only a pipe. A pipe? A smoking pipe? David, I'm sorry. Then, then you're unarmed. I'm sorry, David. Why did you tell me you had a gun? What difference would it make to you whether I'm armed or not? I don't know you. Maybe you two are more dangerous than the crazy woman. I'll tell you what I think. I think you're the crazy woman. The way you grabbed David when you wanted him to start the car. Dorothy, stop it. Don't excite her. Don't excite me? Why? Do you think I'm dangerous? An old woman you took into your car, two of you, and you're afraid of me? I'm not afraid of you. Now sit back in the seat and don't try anything. David, the storm is stopping. Maybe now is the time. The time for what? What are you going to do? You two are up to something. Oh, shut up! My wife meant now is the time to go for help. I did not. I meant now is the time for us to escape. David, can't you see it? She's the one. She'll kill us. You little... Oh, stop it. Sit back in that seat. You haven't got a gun. No, but I've got a knife. David! It's my jackknife, but it's sharp and strong, so don't try any tricks. All right. Threaten me. Watch me while that woman is out there. All you can do is sit and wait for her to make the next move. David, she can kill us like that old man and woman. They must have been on the same road. They were in their car, too. They must have let her in. We'll leave, then. The three of us will walk. We'll, we'll stay close together. We'll be quiet. Anyone hiding in the woods won't hear us. Don't get out of the car, David. Oh, how will we find our way? It's too dark. We'll find our way. Look out there. The road's full of shadows. Get her out of the car, David. She wants to kill us. Kill you. Now, look, if you want to go, why don't you leave? We're going to stay here until some help comes. Oh, I'd be helpless, alone. If I had a gun or something, you're nice. Oh, why doesn't somebody come? Where are the police? I can't stand this. Nobody will come. There's no one in these woods. They're burned out and deserted. Dorothy, come on, please. It was your idea to use this road. He wouldn't listen to me and stop for gas. I couldn't help it. I got lost. Oh, why don't you do something? Not just sit here waiting, waiting. Do something before we're murdered. Are you so helpless? All right. I am going to do something. I'll go for help. That's it. Get help. David. In her hand. I saw it in the moonlight. It glittered. What is it? Your wife is hysterical. She, she was holding it. A long piece of 
broken glass, long and pointed. See? She doesn't answer. She's just watching us. What is she waiting for? It's from the broken window. That's where she got it. So what if I have it? I'm not going to sit here defenseless. She's going to attack Don't us. Don't be silly. It was all right for you to have a knife. Why can't I be armed for whatever may come? Give me that broken glass. Give it to you. You think I'm crazy? You couldn't protect us from anything. Oh. David, what are you doing? Why are you climbing over the seat? I what are you... I warn you. I'm through letting my wife be terrified. Give me that glass. Stay away from me! Once I left the car, you were going to butcher my wife. With that broken glass. No! No! David! I... Give me that glass! I... You're crazy! Let me alone! Hold her, David. Oh. Hold her. Don't let her free. Wrong. Wrong. Cut my arm. You kill me! Drop that glass! You both gone crazy! Try to kill me! Like you were going to murder us? No, I wasn't. Don't let her get free. I can't hold her. She's oh. strong. If you... Have a knife, then I'll have glass. David, David, hold it. Much longer. I'm not crazy. Please believe me. You got my throat. Joking me. Your knife, David. Your knife. Uh. Ah! David, you, you killed her. David, you. I couldn't help it. I didn't mean it. Oh, you're covered with blood. She was going to kill us. Uh. There's some lights. A car is coming. Help's coming. Hey there, you in the car. Why are you parked here? It's the police. At last. We ran out of gas. The crazy woman. What a night to run out of gas. You couldn't have picked a better spot. What was that woman running around loose? Officer, we want to tell you... A farmer up the road called and said his dog's been barking at something. We caught her. Uh, who'd you catch? The crazy woman. She, she's in the back seat, dead. What? Uh, no. No, she's alive. Hurt bad, though. Uh, she was trying to kill us. Well, we'll get her to a hospital. You two had better come with me. We captured that crazy woman a half hour ago. I don't know who this lady is. Presented by Autolite. Tonight's star, Mr. Cary Grant. Wilcott, did your candidate's entire ticket get into office? Yes, sir, Senator. Along with the Autolite Stay Full battery, the voters elected all of the 400 products made by Autolite for cars, trucks, planes, and boats in 28 plants coast to coast. These include complete electrical systems used as original factory equipment on many leading makes of America's finest cars. Generators, coils, distributors, voltage regulators, electric windshield wipers, wire and cable, 
starting motors, all engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly, because they're a perfect team. So, friends, don't accept electrical parts supposed to be as good. Ask for and insist on Autolite original factory parts at your neighborhood service station, car dealer, garage, or repair shop. Remember, you're always right with Autolite. Next week on Suspense for your Thanksgiving holiday listening, Mr. Ozzie Nelson and Miss Harriet Hilliard as stars of Going, Going, Gone. And in the weeks to come, you will hear such famous stars as Van Heflin, Alan Ladd, and Cornell Wilde, all appearing in tales well calculated to keep you in Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawack and conducted by Lud Bluskin. On a Country Road was written for Suspense by Walter Bazaar. And remember, next week on Suspense, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard in Going, Going, Gone. Good evening, friends of the creaking door. This is your host inviting you into the inner sanctum. Come in. Come on in. Oh, come on. We love company. Simply can't do enough to them. We've got lots of games custom designed for our guests. They'll simply slay you. The favorite's called a tisket, a casket. <laughs> but the game we play best is called revival. Oh, it's wonderful. You pass out and we try to revive you. If we don't, you don't. <laughs> and now for our eerie spell. The hitchhiking corpse. Climb up on the driver's seat. Sit close to the driver. Sean O'Hara, the bewitched man with deep-set eyes. Hear what he has to tell about the beautiful corpse of Maydock County. The girl who lost her head over him. Eileen... The last time I saw her, she was standing where she always waits for me. In the rain on the little white bridge where the road takes a bend around Moon Hollow. I could hear her call for me to stop. Don't, don't, don't. I'm but I wasn't going to stop for her. Not anymore. My mind was made up to that. And then a lightning flash burned over her like a million lighted candles. She was standing there where she always waited for me. Without her head, Eileen had lost her head. Am I right in my mind now, I'm wondering? These things I know, these things that I saw, was it a dream? A man's imagination gets tipsy when he drives a great silver van 400 miles in the loneliness of the night. Eileen... First time I saw her, she was standing where she stood the last time on a little white bridge near Moon Hollow. Climb in, miss. Ah, yeah. Sit deep in your seat with your head low. It's a black mark in the book for me. If the company inspector see you riding in the cab, I'll be docked. They won't see me. Only you can see me, son. Only I can see. Well, you're calling me by name. No. I'm making up a name for you. But it is my name, Sean, Sean O'Hara. 
an uncanny bit of making up you just did, Mr. Try, son. If you try, you too can do an uncanny bit of making up. With your hair like it is, and your face, just one name suits. Only one name. And my name? Eileen. I am Eileen. And just where are you riding to? To Maydock County. But Sunday, not tonight. Maydock County is a good 80-mile ride from Moon Hollow. Is it someday, I heard you say? Yes, someday I'll be riding to Maydock County. And it will be you who will take me there. Just as little to that, I always pass through Maydock. It's on my route. My people came from up there. It's a big house we once had. A great big house. Without windows. Without windows, you say? There was a great hall. And a great long table. With my people sitting round it. The living and the dead. The living and the... <laughs> a house without windows and now it's the living and the dead. You're a pretty one. But you're as batty as a loon. Am I really a pretty one to you, Sean? Sure. Pretty hair... Eyes to light up a man's dream. Dainty little hands. The two of them fit into one of mine. The face. A face, son. No. The face I cannot praise. Why not? With all the war paint on it. If if I didn't bite my tongue, I might say that what I see smeared over your cheeks is... is blood. Don't bite your tongue, son. You're getting out. Trust Shauna Harrow to pick up a gibbering farm girl who smears her face with chicken blood. Good night to you. Good night, son. I'll be waiting again tomorrow night at Moon Hollow. I'll be watching for you. I watched her go, sailing off on the mist. As high as my eyes could go, I could see her riding into the sky like, like a night witch. And then blowing into the smoke of the moon. There had been no Eileen. I dreamed her up in my fat head. A man's imagination gets tipsy when he drives a great silver van in the loneliness of the night. Away up, I pulled into the yard behind old Morgan's diner to sleep the night from two to six, curled up in my cab like I always did. I'm a hearty man and a steady sleeper, not given to dreaming. But this night, bad luck to me, I dreamed. She was leaning over me, Eileen, with the moon in her eyes. And now the blood was wet on her cheeks and running down in big red beads to splash my shirt. The old mill house in Where the water falls. The old house in Nadak, where the water falls. You must see that the dead go home. See that the dead. Eileen. Uh, Eileen. Eileen! There was no Eileen. I've been dreaming. But the radio is playing loud enough to wake the dead. The dreaming man doesn't turn on the radio. Eileen! You're always 
wake up like a roaring lion or hell? Uh, what? It's me, Morgan. I guess you've had all the music you need to wake you up. It was you who turned my radio on? Me, it was. Were you thinking the radio turned itself on? I... I had a dream about a girl. Oh, a nightmare's more like what you had. From the looks of you, you were thrashing about in that seat and beating yourself on the face with your fists. Beating myself? Why is that? Oh, the blood. All over your shirt. Blood? Stop looking bewitched, O'Hara, and look in your truck mirror to your nose. You gave yourself a nosebleed in your sleep, and that, my boy, was no dream. I was an hour late for unloading in the Cloverville Depot. Oh, Hannah. Uh, yeah, Red. Come over to the van a minute. Well, the loaders can't get an airful. Oh, you're acting funny. We've got everything off the inventory calls for. But there are three other items. I threw a canvas cover over them before the boys got a look at them. Did you look into your van? What? what what's under the canvas cover, Red? Coffins, O'Hara. Three old pine wood coffins. Want to tell me something? What? Tell you? Oh, sure, I, I almost forgot about those coffins. It's a side job. Some yokel undertaker down by Moon Hollow. I have to drop them off somewhere. Save them trucking charges that way and make myself $20 side money. Quit lying to me, O'Hara. And to yourself. Oh, lying, you say? But it's a fact, Red. Positively a fact. And I'm giving you half of the $20 for covering me. Wasn't one to pass up $20 for trucking three empty coffins. The coffins aren't empty, O'Hara. And you never took a job from any local undertaker either. Yeah. You seem to know a lot about something. I know Route 266. I was born and raised here. What is there to know? For one thing, the red-headed witch of Moon Hollow, maybe. You might be trucking the dead for her. Eileen? Or any name you give her. She was Katie to a trucker named Conway who had you run once. To hear Conway tell it, Katie or Eileen was always trying to get him to take her dead out of Moon Hollow to somewhere else. To made a cottage to the old mill house. Or somewhere. Anyhow, that's how the story usually goes. But what she's really out to do is drive you crazy. How, how do you know there is such a girl? Those pine boxes in there. I saw them on Conway's truck once, like they're on yours now. Conway dumped them right back in Moon Hollow. Take my advice. From now on, pass the redhead up. Jam your accelerator to the floorboard and go past her at 80. I don't know what I'll do. to me on the trip back was look for the waterfalls and the old mill house. When I came to the Maydock County line, was there an old mill house where the waterfalls, I was wondering? Or was I a man looking hard to lose his mind? I brought one of the caskets to the ground. It wasn't empty, but there wasn't much weight to it either. I opened it. It held the dead all right. 
not the face or the body of the dead. It's only the skeleton. The skeleton of someone dead more years than the mind can imagine. There was a waterfall in the deep woods. The music of water, Mylene's voice splashing in it. an old mill house down below the rocks. A stall house without windows, like Eileen had said. I pulled an old rusted bolt and opened the door to one great room and a table that went from wall to wall. It was old. The flying dust could blind a man so he'd only see what his tipsy imagination would want him to see. I saw Eileen. Eileen was standing before me with her arms out. Like a thin shadow my eyes could see through to the wall. Go bring the casket, son. Go bring the dead home. Well, here's something terribly new in coming a ride. A witch hiker. And a neat switch, too, on the old boy meets girl formula. This one's boy meets Eileen, now there's a bonnie lass dead set on getting ahead. And if she keeps up the pace, she'll have O'Hara shorn of his sanity any mile now. But let's get back beside our bewitched trucker. A man's imagination gets tipsy when he drives a great silver van in the loneliness of the night. But there was an old mill house where the water falls, as Eileen has said. It was there I left three caskets of the old dead. Passing Moon Hollow on the way back, I stopped in at Morgan's Diner for some warm and coffee. It was just old Morgan putting his profits into the screaming jukebox. Oh, Harry, it's you. Nobody else. Well, I've been waiting all night for you to come. I stopped for a time in Mayduck. Well, <laughs> agitated the way you look. Have I slipped out on you for a meal? No. I don't understand the looks of you. The shoebox. It's for you, you see? Your name's written on it. Sean O'Hara. And left by home. The devil's own daughter. O'Hara, her face was enough to send the man hiding in his car. A face all smeared with blood, was it? You have seen her, too. We are all acquaintances by now. Morgan's prying eyes, I opened the shoebox. It held a small white envelope, an old rusted tin can. I opened the envelope. Two tickets there were to a costume party in the Moon Hollow Firehouse for the next night. And the tin can, full of money. A shower of Indian pennies and buffalo nickels, coins with a grit and tarnish of years on them, like some miser had saved them in a secret nook of the kitchen. That was too much for a tired working man to puzzle out. My poor head would have none of it. I had a load to haul back that night. There was time enough for puzzles another night. She'd be standing on the little white bridge where the road takes a bend. And then I would put my questions to her. She was standing there the next night watching for me. Calling for me to stop. Sean! Stop, Sean! 
wild as before, and her face the same. Her dress was changed. It was a costume now she was wearing. All silk and gaiety, like she was dressed up for a party. <laughs> yes, Eileen. You weren't going to stop. For a fact, no. You'll not be riding in my cab. And I'll not be trucking your dead ancestors anymore. Not for a barrel of Nicholson pennies. Here, take your money back. No. It was grandmother's savings. She wants you to have it. Oh, so there's a grandmother too, is there? Yes. And when will she be riding along to the old mill house? Tonight, Sean. She will ride with you tonight. And after that, I'll be riding with you to Madoc too. And that settles the count of your people? No. It still leaves you, Sean. Me? Am I hearing you say me? Yes, you too will sit at the long table in the great hall of the dead. You will sit beside me. Alive, is it to be? Or dead? Dead, Sean. Like us. And what will snuff me out, a hardy man like me, without a sickness? You will just die. Your heart will just stop. My heart will stop. <laughs> you don't want to sit beside me? It's not my way of wooing a lady. Sean? Yes, I mean. Do you like my costume? I do. And what's it for? The dance at the firehouse. I thought you would take me. I think not. Then I will go alone. Good night, Sean. Compliments of the evening to you, miss. Instead of sleeping in old Morgan's yard, there I was just before the midnight hour, in the costume of a trucker with a tottering mind, and looking for Eileen in the firehouse. I found her in her silken gaiety where the Japanese lanterns were dimmest, wearing a mask like the others were, but not dancing like the others. Eileen? Sean. You're not surprised I came? I knew you'd come. You're not dancing? The music is stopped? Uh, it's unmasking time. Midnight's not a minute away. The caller's announced. Attention! Attention, everybody! It's midnight! Everybody! Unmask! You're, you're not unmasking, Eileen. You unmasked me, Sean O'Hara. All right, I'll... Speak again. Say my name again. Sean O'Hara. The, the voice. It's not the voice of Eileen. I am not Eileen. Put your hand to my mask, Sean. You're an old lady. I am old. And the life you see is the last I have to show. Look at me for the last time, O'Hara. I am Eileen's grandmother. But Eileen, she was here. Her hand was in mine. Dressed in the costume with a silken gaiety you're now wearing. Eileen slips away. To leave me with you, you have business with me now, Sean. Business, you say? Take me to Madoc County. The old mill house where the water falls. I'll be waiting to ride with you, O'Hara. Don't be long.
of the lonely night to the Maida County line with my freight of storage eggs and canned goods and then dead in a pine box. The old grandmother in her silks was in her casket. I didn't bother to ask whose job it was. 20-ton truck, O'Hara. Her head was severed. I'll tell you all you need to know about Eileen Grant, her grandmother, and her people. They were run out of the old mill out of Maydock County about 30 years ago. Native superstition did that. The family was thought to have, well, call it evil powers. Where'd you take Eileen to, O'Hara? Huh? Eileen, what did she do with the body? I, I'll take you to her. Come, I'll take you to her. I took them, the sheriff and the doctor, to the old mill house where the water falls. Here, sheriff, is Eileen and her people sitting around the table in the great hall of the dead. To do this, to to set them around the table like that, you you couldn't be in your right mind, man. No, I couldn't be, and I'm no one to admit that. And I'm not in my right mind to sit here beside Eileen now. What can there ever be between a man and a girl, sitting and rotten in an old mill? For their ancestors looking, looking on. Oh, O'Hara. O'Hara. See, Doc, take a look at him. O'Hara's dead. Dead? To, to sit down and, and die just like that? Just like that, Sheriff. O'Hara's heart just stopped. As if he willed it to stop. 
stop. Now that O'Hara's given up the ghost, there's a job open. Somebody... As a special inducement to insanity, a pretty girl goes along with every truck. Oh, sorry, Ben. I can't tell you which of the two jobs is the more harrowing. <laughs> Moral? Oh, sure. I've got one carved right here on my vertebrae. This is for any motorist who runs across Eileen. Give her the go-by, Bob. All she'll get you is dead mileage. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. Inner Sanctum has been brought to you through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, Voice of Information and Education. the show for tonight I want to thank you all for listening and remember you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash terror 1970 or you can find me on Instagram at radio show nerd or on Twitter at radio show nerd one and if you want to drop me a line say hello a suggestion Hey, even a critique, please feel free to email me at radioshownerd at gmail.com. And please check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe, like the videos, will be highly appreciated. Again, this is Keith, better known as the Radio Show Nerd. Thank you all for joining me for this third season which would be even better than the last two. Signing off. <laughs>